How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final from Chicago, and the results are good. The Brewers bounce back with a one-zip shutout victory over those White Sox. And welcome in, everybody. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen talking some Brewers baseball. And wow, how about Adrian Hauser? I mean, that's, we, we can, we can uh, debate all day long about a lineup, and we will probably, about a, an offensive lineup. But this is all about pitching. And it just, in an outing like this, Josh, uh, Josh Hader locks this thing down in the ninth inning. Phelps did set him up in the eighth, but seven shutout innings for Adrian Hauser. And it's a game like this that makes me think about what what's to be with Brandon Woodruff and Adrian Hauser. Everyone was talking uh, about Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta and that uh, trio of young Brewers pitchers, but under the radar, I'm pretty fascinated with an Adrian Hauser. I really am. This dude might be a lot better than we think. A lot better than a lot of people think. You you look at some of the outings, including a couple of outings last year, just domination. Just good, solid Major League pitching, and then some. And you had that with uh, with Hauser last year. The, uh, the one in D.C. comes to mind. The one against New York comes to mind. Now, this one is uh, is one of his best. Seven shutout innings, five hits allowed, a couple of walks, did hit a man and struck out five. 87-pitch effort for Adrian Hauser. And how good can that one-two punch be if this is who Hauser is? I mean, that's a tough baseball team. You guys know that. You guys know in the last... Uh, a couple of nights and and maybe even a little bit more than that about the Chicago White Sox and, you know, the freewheeling White Sox. That's a tough offensive ball club over there. And Hauser just stepped up and, and just manned up. That's what he did tonight. He uh, showed some emotion to me, I think, for the first time. Maybe there was one other time, but certainly not this much emotion. I don't know what was going on with Adrian Hauser, but he wanted this win. So did that Brewer dugout. That Brewer dugout was all over uh, home plate umpire Brian May a couple of times. So there was something there was, was something in the air down there in Chicago because the Brewers got a, a huge victory tonight. One zip. That's all it took was the one run. That's all they could muster up. Keuchel on his game as well. Seven innings of one run ball, striking out, what, eight batters in his performance. 
Want to get your reaction on this and, and how good a one-two punch of Woody and Hauser potentially can be. And if you don't think they're there yet, how good do you think they will be? Because it's looking, again, this is early. This is early uh, indications. A lot can change. Uh, he could get, get blown up, but then so could Max Scherzer in his next outing. So, I, you know, I don't know if that's quite the, the necessarily the stance to take. But Hauser, outstanding tonight when they needed it. That team knew they needed this win. We all kind of said that they needed the win. Was it desperation mode? I'm not quite sure of that. I don't think it was desperation mode, but, boy, they needed a win. I mean, to fall three games under 500, that's tough in a season like this, guys. Day by day, day to day, that's the way we're taking it. Another baseball game in the books. The Brewers, a one-zip victory tonight. They run their mark now to four and five on the uh, young season here, or is it that young? I don't know when you start calling it uh, getting into the uh, meat and potatoes of the season. But nonetheless, uh, the Brewers are uh, four and five, and right around that 500 mark, that's where you got to stay until you get your offense going. There has been not much to complain about when it comes to the pitching, and I know what you're thinking as soon as I said that. You're thinking about the bullpen and two-run homers in the seventh inning, a four-run seventh inning in Pittsburgh. The pitching is not the deal this year. It's not the deal. It's the offense. This team should have a better record. They should have a better record than four and five. Their offense is just average, and they should have a better record than four and five. They've been way below average, as documented in last night's program. 414-799-1250, your reaction on a Brewers one-zip thriller in Chicago. I love these games. Do you guys like these types of games? Austin, Texas is here again tonight. Austin, you like a one-zip game, or are you you one of those dudes that likes an 8-6? I mean, an 8-6 is always exciting, but I'll take any win we can get. (laughs) Okay, you're going to default to the win either way. All right, let's go back into our uh, game recap here as the Brewers again get the victory. Uh, Let's see here. First inning. Brewers go one, two, three, strikeout, strikeout, ground out. By the way, what would you think of the uh, starting lineup tonight? And you can comment on that, too, because Morrison on the bench, Smoke on the bench, Narvaez on the bench, Christian Yelich on the bench. Interesting lineup uh, for Craig Council's Brewers. Uh, bottom of the first inning, Hauser allows what else? <clears throat> An infield single. Tenth in two game to that point, two games and one inning, ten infield singles, ten of them. It turns out they get another one late in the game, or in this game, eleven infield singles in the span of three games. That that's just unheard of. I've never seen anything like that. That's one of the reasons I love baseball. You never know what you're going to see. Uh, but Hauser works out of it. Keiko one, two, three in the second. Hauser allows a base runner in the second inning, but gets a, his first of three double plays to get out of that second inning. Good things going on in the third inning. How about this one? You got a smile about this one. Mark Mathias did have a pinch running appearance a couple of days ago for his first big league experience, but he never did get to the plate. So he gets his first big league well, I guess experience, as I said the other day. Then, then you get the first big league start. Then you approach your first big league at bat. 
and this is what happened. Exciting to get himself to the big leagues, and how about it? A base hit for Matthias in his first big league at bat, and you can hear the Brewers' dugout cheering for him. Yeah, good for him. Save that ball. Mark Matthias has a hit in the major leagues against a former Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. That is, uh, that's, that's something else. I, I love those stories. Mark Matthias now uh, in the uh, Major League Baseball offensive record books with a big league hit. Uh, Orlando Arcia then followed with a base hit of his own. Now the Brewers in business here in the third off Keuchel, and it set the table for the Brewers' Eric Sogard. There's another base hit. Thank you, Sophia. Sogard delivers one, and this is going to bring in a run. Matthias scores. Three consecutive hits from the bottom of the order, and suddenly you can hear that Brewers dugout. They look dead the first two innings. They've come alive here in the third. And they did. They uh, they got it going. They got on the board. They hit the pay window first. They take a one-zip lead, but they're after more. Two on, one in, nobody out. Ryan Healy then launches one. I think everybody thought that was gone. It stayed in the park. Oh, man, where where are the two- and three-run homers for this team? They didn't get it tonight, obviously. Um, you had uh, Orlando Arcia move over to third, so now first and third with one out for Keston Hira. Strikeout. Avaseo Garcia, strikeout. But they do get the run, and it was a big one. Bottom of the third inning, Hauser allows a one-out base hit. Pitcher's best friend again, a double play. Gets him out of that frame, and we move to the fourth inning in a pitcher's duel. More traffic uh, for the crew in the fourth inning. Uh, one out walk to Gamble. Pena then with a base hit. But Matthias a fly out. Arcia a strikeout. Nah, nothing there. And Hauser just stepping up big time. Scoreless in the fourth. Got a shutout going into the fifth inning with a one-zip lead. Neither team scores in that fifth inning or the sixth. Hauser, two-out trouble in the bottom of that sixth inning, but a big strikeout to Abreu. That ended that threat. Man, this was a huge moment in the game. See what he does. The 0-2 pitch, a curveball. Got him. Beauty. Abreu strikes out on a big hook by Adrian Hauser. Man, what a performance tonight by Adrian Hauser. Looking like an ace. That is a big league curveball right there to get a big hitter out. He's got a big-time curveball, as B.A. just said, on Fox Sports Wisconsin. He's got the mid-'90s fastball. He's got a little poise, and he's got a little spine in him. Today, as, as you watch the game today, a little emotion going on with Adrian Hauser. Six shutout innings to that point. Seventh inning comes along. Keuchel, eight strikeouts, um, takes care of the Brewers. Grandal leads off the bottom of the seventh inning off Hauser with a base hit. But against Aloy Jimenez, induces the third double play of the ball game. 1-1 pitch. Bouncing ball up the middle right there. Sogard. Step on the back. Throw to first in time. Another double play. Wow. That's a third of the night for Adrian Hauser. And a big one right there for the first two outs of the seventh. That wipes out the lead single. And that uh, that inning did continue. There, there was a full count to the next batter. And here's where some emotions uh, were showing there. Mazzara earns a walk. Brian May missed a call. The uh, home plate umpire missed that call. It should have been a strikeout right there to end the inning. And now I'm thinking, 
Man, James McCann, don't let him do it to you. I, I see other much better hitters up and down this White Sox lineup. Don't let James McCann get you. And he, he makes pretty quick work out of uh, James McCann. Striking him out seven shutout. There's his line, seven full, no runs on five hits, a couple of walks, five strikeouts. The 87-pitch performance earned him his win because David Phelps, now raise your hand if you wanted Josh Hader in there in the eighth inning. I was a heavy lean toward it. And then you look at matchups, David Phelps again stepping up and doing the job this year. He's, he's been a godsend in that, in that bullpen. It set things up for Josh Hader, and Hader locks it down. One, two, three, a couple of fly balls and a strikeout. And there's your Brewers' victory now four and five on the season. As, uh, man, they get it done. This, this one took a lot out of me. <laughs> Brewers fans watching every, every pitch of this one, you were right there with it. And the buildup... You know, one zip game, guys, is uh, I, I guess uh, I, I won't say, I guess for lack of another term, uh, acquired taste, a one run game. I know the game has, has sort of morphed into this uh, uh, launch angle and sabermetric kind of home run, walk, or strikeout kind of mode, but I'm still one of the guys that really enjoys a game like this because. You don't know when this game is going to turn. That was a third-inning RBI, harmless little RBI base hit by Eric Sogard. Wasn't so so harmless, was it? Because you'll you'll get uh, performances like this, and the Brewers uh, did just that with Adrian Hauser. One-two punch of Woody and Hauser. Uh, they uh, they might be here for a while, guys. They might. Hauser is starting to grow on me big time. I'm fascinated by that guy. Completely underrated. Maybe by me, too. Everyone's looking at fastball Freddie and Corbin Burns. Can he put things together? No one was talking about Adrian Hauser. Amazing. We'll take our break here. Come back. Check out some numbers. Going to hear from, uh, hopefully, Adrian Hauser is going to step up to the podium. We'll hear from Craig Council and uh, a lot more coming up. Checking out a box score that, well, quite frankly, won't take long. (laughs) <laughs> rifle through these numbers. One zip. Brewers get the victory. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show after a Brewers win here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Yeah, welcome back. Brewers, a one-zip shutout victory. And how bad did they need this win? Not desperation, but they needed this this win pretty bad. And and they got it. Mainly on the arm of Adrian Hauser, and that's what we're talking about tonight, the uh, Woodruff-Hauser one-two punch. And, and now not necessarily homegrown for Adrian Hauser. He came over uh, in that Josh Hader deal along with Josh Hader. And now you look at, uh, you know, what that uh, what that trade recouped, if you will. Yeah, it's looking good. Uh, two of the four, the other two, Brett Phillips and Domingo Santana. And actually, you know, Domingo Santana didn't work out so bad himself. So Hauser uh, and Woodruff moving forward, man. That's that's going to be fun to watch in Brewers uniforms for the next handful of years. That's for sure. If Hauser is what I'm beginning to think he is. I um, was talking to my son earlier today about Hauser, and he was saying that 
You know, maybe he's a Mike Fires, and I my head just kind of snapped around. Like, like that's so bad? <laughs> a couple of no-hitters and a bunch of money and a bunch of uh, wins and keeping your team in baseball games? That's not so bad. I think Hauser has a chance to be a little bit better than that, honestly. I do. 799-1250, getting your reaction on a Brewers one-zip uh, victory here today, a shutout win. Seven shutout from Hauser, Phelps the eighth, just the way you draw it up, Craig Council. Phelps the eighth, and then uh, Josh Hader, the hammer, uh, locks it down in the ninth inning. Spark of the game, we go with two of them. Mark Mathias, nice little happy story. Love it. First big league at bat, and this is what occurred. Exciting to get himself to the big leagues, and how about it? A base hit for Mathias. It is first big league at bat, and you can hear the Brewers' dugout cheering for him. Yeah, good for him. Save that ball. Mark Mathias has a hit in the major leagues against a former Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, there's one spark of the game. We'll get you another spark, and that would be uh, in the form of uh, Eric Sogard with a runner or two aboard. There's another base hit. Thank you, Sophia. Sogard delivers one, and this is going to bring in a run. Mathias scores three consecutive hits from the bottom of the order, and suddenly you can hear that Brewers dugout. They look dead the first two innings. They've come alive here in the third. Yeah, how about that for Mark Mathias? Your first big league experience in 48 hours. First big league experience, first big league start, first big league hit, and your first big league run scored. Spark of the game with Current Electric. The highlights uh, from Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, the uh, one zip. Uh, score doesn't really impress a lot and and we've had this debate over the years as well on this show over 15 over the 15 years but uh I still do like it I I do and it's uh I think it's just one of the nuances of baseball that I just I don't think I'll ever get rid of unless they change the rules to this you know you got five seconds to throw the ball you can throw at a runner if you hit him he's out if you start if you start doing dodgeball with this stuff okay maybe maybe I would uh get into the uh, newfangled but in this case, hey baseball's still baseball, and the ones they've game it just crescendos it keeps getting more intense as the innings go by it does maybe it takes you until the seventh eighth or ninth to really get into a one zip game for me I'm into it right from the start never really know. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're you're on the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. What's up, dude? Jim, ten cigarette game? Not really. No, it was too quick. Uh, Hauser, awesome. Uh, <laughs> permission to raid the mini fridge and room service. I'll pick up five percent because you know all those <laughs> mini fridges can get pricey. Yeah, even if you move an item, you have to pay for it. Those two fly balls in the eighth, I don't know his heart was beating more, uh, Craig Consoles or mine. And then when I saw Hater come in and said, see you later, I'm like, bring it tomorrow. Who do they got tomorrow? Jocelyn Bloom. And then the Reds? Yes, White Sox and then back to Miller Park for the Reds. Well, we, there was a movie... I, I can't remember the movie. It's going to drive me nuts because I remember later I'm going to make this show quick. About Yelich. It wasn't about Yelich, but the coach said, get him in tomorrow. Did he play today? He did not play today. Get him in there tomorrow. I agree. I agree. Too oh, many, he'll be in there tomorrow. 
See, I'd like, I wanted him to have days off, but I didn't want it to be eight days off. Get him in no. there. Get him back in there. You know, that's the only way you'll get through it. Mike, Thanks, always Sam. a pleasure. Yep, you oh. got it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. It is, um, yeah. It, it was Christian Yell. It's uh, the day off. I, I, I'm all for it. It's absolutely what's needed. Now, moving forward, tomorrow, a little different story. Now you ex- have some expectations. You already tried the day off. You already tried the extra BP, working hard, doing the whole thing. You had a mental day off today. And a day off isn't a day off when the whole team gets the day off. I think part of the days off in baseball for a slumping player is to watch your teammates play the game and just see it from a different view, feel it from a different view, mentally. And I think that's what Christian Yelich did tonight. And we'll see if it pays off. My guess is it will. I'm not telling you he's going to go three for four tomorrow with a couple of bombs. But I can tell you he's going to be better than what he's hitting now. Starting tomorrow. Uh, you would assume he, he would be. Everyone knows it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. You're gonna hear from manager Craig Council coming up, Adrian Hauser and Brandon Woodruff. That's a pretty decent one two punch in my book. Or am I just being too much of a Brewers fan? And the results are there. We'll check their ERAs next. We're starting to get multiple appearances for these guys this year. I think it's fair to look at these uh, these ERAs now. Let's do that next, baby. Shade and blind post game show here on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local One Thirteen. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. If you're keeping track, a uh, an ERA for Adrian Hauser of 0.75. Uh, and then Brandon Woodruff, 2.08. Just saying. That's a pretty decent one-two punch thus far through five starts combined for the two right-handers. Let's think about Woodruff and Hauser moving forward. I know there's some periphery guys. You know, some people have some high hopes for Freddie Peralta, and I, th- I think I, I'm, I'm with you there. Some people think that Corbin Burns. We haven't seen the the, the best of him yet. Uh, some people may say the same thing about Eric Lauer. Still a young dude, the left-hander, still has yet to peak. Just in this uh, conversation, because of the back-to-back nights in which they pitched, Woodruff and Hauser. I'll tell you, it uh, it looks good. I'm not saying that it's you know, uh, it's 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 going to be the elite guys, but but you never know. They're well on their way to being uh, pretty damn good, pretty damn good in the big leagues. And I I will admit that I sort of uh, under underrated, maybe underestimated a one Adrian Hauser because he's a lot better than people think. Let's check out the numbers going inside the box in a Brewers one-zip shutout victory over the White Sox. Ryan Healy in tonight's ballgame. He let off once again. He got more than just one pitch, though. He let off the other day on Monday, saw one pitch, um, and then Logan Morrison took over. So he goes 0 for 3 tonight. Keston Hira goes 1 for 4, three strikeouts. Avisail Garcia goes 0 for 4. Jed Jerko 0 for 3. Ben Gamble 0 for 3 with a walk. 
Manny Pena, one for four. Mark Mathias, one for three with that run scored. Orlando Arcia, one for three. And Eric Sogard goes one for three with an RBI. Notice the bottom of the order in this ball game. Got it done for the crew. And incidentally, speaking of which, Orlando Arcia hitting a cool, robust 350 on the season. Additionally, Smoke uh, and Holt both go 0 for 1. Pitching lines tonight, Adrian Hauser, seven innings, five hits, no runs, a couple of walks, and five strikeouts, one hit by pitch, uh, 87 pitches. .75 ERA through her through his first uh, couple of starts. David Phelps, uh, one inning pitch, one hit, no runs. Uh, Josh Hader, one inning clean with a strikeout. Brewers get the one run on five hits, no errors. The White Sox, no runs on six hits without an error. The win goes to Hauser. He's 1-0. Keuchel, the loss. He's 2-1. Hader, the save. His second. Brewers now with the victory, 4-5, and five, and a much-needed victory. As I said, I didn't want to put desperation on this thing, but a much, much-needed victory. Woody and Hauser. I'm a little excited about that. I'm a little excited about getting another baseball game in, and they did just that tonight, a Brewers one-zip victory. Wow. <laughs> it takes it, – it, this game took, took a lot out of me. It really did. Uh, 799-1250. Uh, where are we going to go here? Up to Minnesota. All right, Aaron, you're on the uh, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. What's happening? Hey, Tim, it's good to hear you off the soup line and uh, back in – yeah, uh, on the post game, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad to be back to work. You guys know that. Yeah, I, uh, I love it every time I get to make the switch. Uh, but when's the last time the Brewers had a one and a n- number one and a number two starter? It's been a while, and it's it's awesome that it's come homegrown. And uh, well, I can't for, wait for all it. intents and purposes, homegrown. Hauser came from from the other organization in in the uh, Astros deal, but yeah, for, I, I, just a young pitcher and Woody homegrown, but uh, close enough for Hauser. Right. I mean, he he went to AAA yeah. from the Astros, and he's there for what two years before he yeah. got his call. Yeah, up? a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're kind of homegrown, and maybe got switched, you know, changed around down there in the AAA affiliate. But it's awesome to have. Um, one question I got for you. I've been hearing you guys talk on the fan for the last uh, couple weeks about Christian Yelich and his down. But mistake me if I'm wrong, but Christian is coming off an injury, and he's got a little bit of a hitch in his swing. I don't know if you watched last night's game. I'm sure you did. But it was like he got one blown by him. And he's like, how did I miss that? And I just was like, well, nobody's brought it up that he's coming off an injury. And I haven't heard anybody say, well, that shouldn't cause the problem. Well, mentally, it might. Mentally, you're right. It might. And I know he is an MVP, but, geez, uh, maybe he does need some extra time, you know, in the batting cage, getting rid of that, uh, I don't know, something in his head or whatever just build some confidence i mean aaron Rodgers wasn't throwing perfect spirals after his shoulder you know collarbone injury that's true um so i mean even the best even the best guys have some mental issues to get through 
from an injury, and now nobody bring that, brings that up throughout the week. And I just thought that was one of the things that I needed to say because I haven't heard anybody say it. And I know you're not supposed to blame that, but... No, 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 no. I... It's, a, it, it's, it's a great point. And, and I haven't heard really anyone talk about that. Hey, not, great hearing from you, as always, every year. I've uh, been yep. hearing from you for, for a few years now, and, and uh, I, I enjoy that. Thanks for the call. Yeah, no one's really talked about it because I think that uh, Christian Yelich and everybody has just said it's, it's, it's not a factor. Fully healed, 100%, good to go, ready, ready to go, full, full bore, green light all the way around. And it's been like that for, for several months here. However, I do like your point. On the, if, if you say that baseball in large part or a large part of baseball is, uh, is the mental game and the confidence level and, and you know, and feeling good and, and feeling like you look good and, and pimping a homer, whatever, whatever makes you feel better, you're going to play better. Maybe in the back of his mind there is a little hitch in there somewhere, not physically, although Craig Council this morning uh, or this earlier this afternoon uh, on on our on deck show, did mention that uh, you know there are some physical things going on with Christian, but I wonder, you know, you're coming off the injury. That's that's not a bad point. It may have some impact on it. I mean, that must have hurt too. You think about that game in Miami last year <laughs> when he shattered his kneecap, guys. I mean, it just he fouled the ball off his knee. And broke bones. I don't know. Maybe there is a little something in there. We all know he's better than this, though, right? I mean, we all understand that he's way, way better than this. Some of the other guys are starting to bounce out of their early season slumps as well. Trout, Chris Bryant. Some of these guys are getting out of their slumps. And Christian will, too. 799-1250. Craig Council, speaking of which, uh, he did just address the media. We're going to get to that up next here as the Brewers get a one to nothing victory in game three of this four-game, two-game home-and-home set. I'm getting a little better at that. I should add in interleague play in there, and then we'd have it it across the board. Uh, As uh, you're listening to the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, Adrian Hauser steps up. Seven shutout innings, Phelps, Hader, one zip, Sogi with the RBI in the third, and that was that, a Brewers win. We'll be back. Council next on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. One zip, the final, a nail-biter in Chicago as the Brewers take care of the Chicago White Sox and Dallas Keuchel. He has uh, not good numbers against the Brewers, although he was outstanding tonight as well. His seven innings of work uh, netted the Brewers just the one run, but it was a big one. Eric Sogard with the RBI base hit in the third, and it stood up as Hauser was just dominating tonight. Let's get the scoop from the skipper. If you want to jump in here, you're more than welcome to. 414-799-1250. Craig Council after the Brewers win. Craig, you got the uh, zeros that you were looking for, for uh, from Adrian Hauser tonight. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was just, he was fabulous. He's been fabulous his first two starts. And, um, 
you know, just in general, we're really proud of how our young pitching has has been throwing the ball this year. They're they're all I feel like all of them have taken a little step forward here, and it's really important for our future. Um, but but Adrian was, you know, just felt like tonight the sinker was just a little different for their hitters, and I, I think they only hit one ball in the air, uh, the Jimenez ball, um, and it was you know just beating the ground and um, our infielder made a couple nice plays and. Couple double plays, um, really low pitch counts, just pounded the strike zone. So, um, very, very good outing. Craig, Craig, that's a lineup that, especially a power pitcher, if you don't get it where you want to, they can knock it out of the park. He just kept hitting his spots and making pitches. And especially when, you know, push came to shove with a couple of their big guys, he just made some really good pitches to them. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's such an important step um, for for the young guys. Just like, you know, when they get you get to a point where you're where you you know you're you're tired, right? You're a little bit at the end, and um, but getting that last out and, and getting a good hitter, it, it's it's part of I think taking that next step for these guys. And um, you know, he did. Abreu is as tough as they come in those situations, especially. Um, it's not the guy you want up, really. He's the last guy you want up, and, and he made a great pitch to him. Craig, we talked so much about his slider last year because it was like an emerging pitch for him, but that curveball has yeah. kind of long been his sort of a special pitch for Adrian, right? Yeah, and, and tonight he really – he had command of it, which, you know, at, at times is, is – at times it can come and go, but at tonight he really, when, when he can do with, you know, what he wants with that pitch, um, and you saw him throw in the dirt a couple of times um, and throw for a strike. Like that's, that's a real difference maker um, as far as just what the hitter has to defend. And, um, you know, he, he used that pitch, um, you know, really well tonight. Craig, and how about an inning later than he it, he was walking off the mound? It looked like against Mazzara. He thought he had the strikeout, didn't get it. Yeah. Sometimes the pitcher that can be a, a real letdown, and in a one-run game, that's a huge spot to come back and get McCann. Yeah. No, that was, um, and that you know that the, the same thing happened that inning where you know you're you're tiring, and I thought the McCann matchup was a really good one for him. Um, so, uh, you know, I thought it was, I thought we were pretty safe there. I thought that was one of his better matchups of the night. So, um, yeah, but it, it's always when the tank's a little bit empty and you think you get strike three and then you got to make a bunch of pitches to another hitter. Uh, that's a good, he responded in that situation. Craig, in, in his own way, Keiko was just as impressive. He kind of carves you up with kindness. <laughs> you yeah. know, throw hard, but just keeps carving you up. And then the one inning where he made a couple of pitches up, he just got a couple up. You guys took advantage, and boy, it just proved to be just enough. Yeah, I mean, it was a quiet offensive night for sure. I mean, not much. You know, there was one other inning where we we got first and second, but it was it was it was a light night offensively again. For, um, but you know, our like our pitching's we we pitched well. I, I said it last night. I said we're pitching well. Um, and, uh, and the guys at the front of the game are, are doing a heck of a job. Craig, was like it you're... good to see Josh be as sharp as he was just considering the layoff? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always a question about that. Um, you know, he, he, he's, and the other thing is he's been up the last two nights and pretty significantly. So 
we only had him for three outs tonight. Um, but he was, he was sharp. Uh, you know, I, I thought he made some good pitches and quality from the start really. So, um, he faced in the heart of the order. It really kind of played out, right. Uh, David got the bottom of the bottom issue of the order and, and, and Josh at the top or the middle. So he was sharp on it. So that's good to see. And then, you know, after, uh, well, it's been let's see four, six day layoff. Um, good to see. Craig, when you uh, give your left fielder the game off, you really give him the game off. Uh, you were wearing a mask, but I detected a smile when Matthias chased down that ball down the line. Uh, his first start ever in the outfield in the in the major. Yeah, no, I mean it. That was a tough play. I mean, it it, it doesn't doesn't seem like it because it was up in the air for so long, but he he was he went a long way for that ball. Um, so. And, you know, the ball finds you, we always say it, and then and it tested him in a big spot. And that was a, that was a very nice play. Craig, what are the protocols this year for celebrating a guy's first hit and run scored and all that stuff? Do you have wet hair right now? No, no, that's not. Um, I threw some water on my face, but I think it's a hand sanitizer shower. I think that's what we did. <laughs> Any other questions? No damn way you should ask another question after that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't drink it like the president says. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who today's Chevy MVB of the game is on the fan. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Just, just to make the record clear, that's not what the president said, Tom. Just so you know. Wow. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that did not need to be on the air. <clears throat> All right. Your Chevy MVB and the Brewers one zip victory to take game one of this two-game set in Chicago, part of a four-game home-and-home series, uh, is uh, certainly Adrian Hauser. This was a big spot, and Craig Council alluded to it in his comments just right there. You know, at the, you're getting toward the end of your outing, sixth inning in a big, big spot for Adrian Hauser. A couple of men aboard, and uh, Jose Abreu at the plate, and Hauser just mans up. See what he does. The 0-2 pitch, a curveball. Got him. Beauty. Abreu strikes out on a big hook by Adrian Hauser. Man, what a performance tonight by Adrian Hauser. Looking like an ace. That is a big league curveball right there to get a big hitter out. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to find out the turning point of the game on the fan. Brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out all the events and track rental info at greatlakesdragaway.com. You know, there's subtle turning points in a one-zip game, and you don't really know when when they happen, really, while you're watching it, while you're kind of walking your way through the, the ball game. And you could say that any number of things in this one were the turning points. For example, all three of the uh, double plays that the Brewers' defense turned. The big turning points in a ball game like that. Uh, you could say, obviously, the turning point of Eric Sogard, the RBI base hit in the, the third inning. Huge, huge, huge. That strikeout we just heard on Fox Sports Wisconsin right there, B.A. and Rock on the call. That was a huge situation in that sixth inning, Dandit. 
big-time situation to Jose Abreu. Uh, so, but in, in a one-zip game, we, I think we have to look for the one, and that is Eric Sogard. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in this game if Sogi doesn't come through with that base hit right there. Now, again, you could say, well, maybe he pops it up, and then the sequence of pitches called uh, to, uh, to Healy in the next at-bat are a little bit different. Yeah, maybe. But what is is that that turned this into a Brewers victory, and you didn't really know that that – that uh, what seemingly uh, understood as harmless RBI base hit in the third inning was going to be the difference in the ball game. Great Lakes Dragway turning point uh, right there. Sogard's uh, RBI base hit. Adrian Hauser outstanding tonight. One of his better performances of his career. We're going to hear from Adrian Hauser. Get a couple of comments from Mark Mathias. He's in the big leagues. He, he got his first big league hit, and he, he got his first big league start. That's pretty cool stuff. We want to hear from uh, Mark Mathias as well. Stick around. More to come. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Welcome back, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen and a Brewers one-zip victory. I loved this game for many, many, many reasons. One of which is that they really needed this win. I didn't care if it was 10-zip or 1-zip. They needed this win, and they got it. We'll go around, speaking of which, we'll go around the uh, NL Central, get you the scores around the uh, division here in just a second. Um, to stay around 500, guys, is, is, just, is just paramount right now. I want this team in the postseason for the third consecutive year. That's, that's, that's what I want. What happens in the postseason? Ah, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I want them in the postseason. And to get there in a season and that's structured like it is, you've got to stay around 500. A 2 and 9, a 2 and 10 start, a 4 and 14, a, you're, you're just about dead in the water. To stay around 500, there's going to be a 500 team or two in. A 31 29 team. Plus, you're going by, uh, in all. Uh, possibilities here you're going to be probably going by winning percentage so you got to be careful on that front too so it's just a a much much needed victory guys it's just we can't I can't understate how important that victory was today right in the middle of a pennant race is what's (laughs) really what's happening uh, with with this Brewers ball club right now let's go inside the clubhouse with window select as uh, Adrian Hauser one of the better performances of his career, seven shutout innings on five hits. Let's hear from Adrian. Adrian, did, did pitching that uh, five innings against the White Sox in that exhibition game help you, you know, kind of know their lineup? And, yeah, a lot of tough hitters in there, and uh, you were able to make good pitches against them whenever you needed to tonight. Uh, yeah, I think facing them in the exhibition game helped out a little bit. You know, it helped with uh, game planning, and we knew, like, you know, where my pitches work best against them and where I could go if I needed to get a an out or, a, you know, in a jam or something like that. And I think it really helped out tonight. 
Adrian, you're pitching, you know, separate from what's happening with the, with an offense. But when you know, you know, this team is scuffling to score um, at this time. Does it mean something a little extra when you go out and pitch the way you did tonight? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just going out there trying to help out the guys. You know, when I get off the field, I want to be in a position where the guys, you know, they can win. And you know, right now we're kind of struggling on the offensive side, but I have no doubt that they're going to pick it up and you know help us out. And you know, we just got to keep rolling. And I think you know, just going out there and competing for the guys every time. Hey, Adrian, uh, that curveball that you threw to uh, to Abreu there in that big spot, uh, what made you go with that pitch? Uh, we've been talking about it all night that a uh, uh, curveball in front of the plate would be a good pitch to him to put him away. And, you know, I threw him with some sinkers in his earlier at-bats, and I think he was starting to cheat to that a little bit. So we went curveball there, and I knew I just had to make sure it was down and, you know, got the job done. Adrian, you had all those ground ball outs tonight, including uh, I think three double plays. Um, that that just seemed like the key. Your you know your infield was doing a good job for you, and, and you just kept on beating the ball in the ground. You must have been very pleased with the way you were able to keep your fastball down in the zone tonight. Yeah, you know uh, that's what I try to do. You know I try to keep the guys on their toes in the infield and just get ground ball outs, try to get early outs, and do what I did tonight. And, you know, that's just kind of the game plan. And, you know, the guys were working behind me great defense all night, you know, infield and outfield catcher, you know, Manny was doing a great job back there. Adrian, I know you were really happy with how you finished the year last year and you wanted to carry that over. So just when you look at how you've started with your first two starts, I, I imagine you're pretty pleased with starting that way. Yeah, you know, coming into summer camp after the quarantine and stuff like that, I didn't really feel like I was in the spot I wanted to be and where I was at in spring training. And, you know, I think I'm starting to get back to that feeling of where I was at at the end of last year and I'm just uh, trying to build off that and keep going with it. Adrian, in that final inning, it looked like you, you thought you had um, the strikeout on ball four. Um, how hard is it to sort of stay focused? Do you, do you, say a little something to yourself there to, to focus in to get the next guy in the can? Uh, yeah, you know, you just kind of, you know, keep it locked in, you know, don't let, you know, let that get to me and just kind of lock in and stay focused and get the job done here. Cause I knew, uh, you know, I knew I could get it done with some sinkers and, you know, that's what we did. Seemed like you were able to throw pretty much everything with a lot of conviction, at least just from watching it. Command wise, was that as good as your stuff has been? I mean, it seemed like everything was working for you as far as placement, location, everything. Yeah, you know, for the most part, everything was working really well. Fastball, sinker tonight was really good, and changeup was good. Curveball was really good. You know, slider wasn't really good early, but it started to come on late. And so, you know, have, getting that going there late was really good. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. One zip final. Brewers get the victory over the White Sox. Four and five now after the, the win. I, I will just say this, guys, in, in uh in listening to Adrian Hauser, it's almost as if the performance tonight, in, in following the game, it was almost as if we were seeing a, a graduation of sorts to me. And I don't know if this is the tipping point of, of his career that he, you know, he steps up. You heard one of the reporters uh, use the word conviction. 
And and I think it's it's just wild to me how, you know, I hear a player like Adrian Hauser, and then I go back to my memory bank, and then I'll probably look for it tomorrow. Old interviews. I shouldn't say old, but, um, you know, a year or two old interviews of Adrian Hauser with me. And it's like he's just a different guy. And there's some maturity there. There's definitely some conviction. There's definitely, without question, some confidence. It's, it's pretty cool to see that transformation uh, go on with some of these players. And, and we're seeing that sort of ceremonial graduation with, with Adrian Hauser. We really are. I, I dig that. It, I think that's that's pretty interesting. It's pretty fascinating. All right, uh, the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game with Gene Wagner Plumbing, a company you can trust, genewagnerplumbing.com. Uh, how about Mark Mathias? Here's what he did in his first big league at bat. Exciting to get himself to the big leagues. And how about it? A base hit for Mathias in his first big league at bat. And you can hear the Brewers' dugout cheering for him. Yeah, good for him. Save that ball. Mark Mathias has a hit in the major leagues against a former Cy Young Award winner. And let's hit up the Zoom room, if you will, uh, will, and hear from Mark Mathias after this one. Mark, we had to ask the manager what uh, policy is for beer showers um, in this strange environment. But I think we saw from Jacob Cruz, can you set the scene for us, what, what it was like? Uh, just imagine a brain freeze that doesn't go away. I still have it right now, actually. Um, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And all the veterans pretty much poured beer straight on my head. A couple of Gatorades, too. <laughs> Mark, sometimes you come up to the big leagues and you go a while before you get a chance to get a hit or before you get a hit and you get one in your very first at bat. That just must have been so cool feeling. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, the last couple of days I've been, you know, pacing back and forth in the dugout, not knowing uh, when I'm going to get in or when I'm going to play. Um, Council is pretty good with matchups and uh, putting guys in certain situations. So just being ready. And then today, uh, seeing my name in the starting lineup uh, definitely got me juiced up for sure. Got the fly ball hits you too at the end. You know, that, that seemed like a Council was talking about how it was nice, nice play that to end, sort of end the game there. What sort of went through your mind when that ball gets hit to you? Yeah, I was uh, kind of shaded toward the gap, and I was playing no doubles kind of deep. And um, I took a deeper route to it, didn't want the ball to get by me, um, keep him off second. Um, so I kind of made it look a little bit um, harder than it was, but I wanted to make sure that the ball didn't get, get by me, um, keep the runner off second. You can always say your first hit was off of a Cy Young Award winner, too, Dallas Keuchel. That, <laughs> that must feel pretty good. Where, where will that baseball go? Uh, I'm not sure. I talked to Shogger. I think he has it um, stored in his uh, little crate right now. And uh, to get a hit off a Cy Young winner, um, he really knows how to pitch. He throws the ball where he wants to throw it. And uh, I got a pitch that was up, change up, and I got barrel to it. I also wonder how many guys in their first game score the only run. You know, you scored the only run in a one-run game. That's also got to feel pretty good. Yeah, I felt really good. Hauser, Hauser threw the ball extremely well. Um, being out in left field, it was like a show. It was put, he was put on a show the whole game. And uh, obviously Phelps and, and Hayter closed the door. Um, and my job, I was just trying to get on base and uh, get, get something going for our team. 
he made it a boring night for the outfielders. You know, it is nothing but ground ball outs. I think you caught one ball while he pitched off of uh, maybe uh, Garcia in the uh, sixth inning. And then just one other fly ball. I mean, you guys got to stand out there. Like you said, you got to watch a show. Yeah, don't don't forget, Gamble made a couple of good, nice plays in the gap. Um, Garcia made a nice play in right center as well. And uh, the infield did a really good job, three double plays, I think, or maybe four. Um, so we did, we played all around good defense. No, uh, Craig was, Craig Council was talking early today about how, you know, with COVID ball, you can't have your family and friends come watch you. So what, what have you heard? Where were they in the country? <laughs> what do you know about who saw what? Uh, yeah, I just got off the phone with my uh, dad, my brother and sister and my mom. Called them right away. That's my first thing. Uh, my family's been there for me through everything, through the ups and downs, through the lowest points of my career. So that's number one where I call them first. <laughs> and they were juiced up. My sister was uh, imitating uh, interviewer and my mom was just uh, acting like she was uh, answering questions. So it was funny to see that. <laughs> and and where, where was that, Mark? What city? Fremont, California is where my family's from. Another California guy on this Milwaukee Brewers squad, Mark Mathias. Welcome to the big leagues. That's cool stuff. Brewers win one zip. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. And the Brewers have been sliding in the National League Central. Let's take a look at the scoreboard next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on The Fan. Yeah, I've noticed uh, doing the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show, I... And the Brewers come in with a uh, two and two mark, and blah 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 blah, and and then that's good for uh, what place in the National League Central? Well, today I did the on deck show, and it was Brewers come in at three and five, and that mark is good for now fourth place in the NL Central. So I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that trend, and that's why this game was much needed—a one zip victory for the crew. There's a team that just is, is white hot right now, and that is the Chicago Cubs. Let's take a look at the National League Central, Austin, Texas. All right, we'll start off with uh, St. Louis and Detroit. They were postponed again. St. Louis sits at 2-3 and three still on the season. Uh, Cleveland defeated the Reds at home today, 2-0, to zero, making the Reds now 5-7. and seven. Uh, They are fourth place in the division, five games back. Uh, the Twins defeated the Pirates in Pittsburgh by a score of 5-2. to Pirates now sit at 2-10, and ten, good for last place in the division. And uh, the Cubs defeated the Royals in Kansas City tonight, 6-1. to one. Cubs now 10-2. and two. Uh, They lead the division by four and a half games. Uh, your Milwaukee Brewers are now four and a half games back of the Cubs, sitting at four and five. All right, yeah. And, and you know, we've, we talked about the 60-game schedule. We also talked about the expanded playoffs. So uh, they go hand-in-hand hand here. A 10-2 and two mark... You know, for all intents and purposes, just about assures you a postseason. And I know it's only 12 games. I, I get that. But, you know, they would have to lose, go on a losing streak, level off to that 500 mark, and then start losing games to the 500 mark. That's that's a tall task. It it really is. They they can slowly start start dipping a little bit. 
but uh, the Cubs well on their way. Now, on the other hand, look at look at the Pirates here at at what two and eight, two and ten, two and eight, two and ten. Okay, they're they've put themselves in a situation now where they're going to have to get on a winning streak to get, to get back to that five hundred mark in a fair amount of time. If you crawl back up there, yeah, you might. You're in jeopardy of a, a five or six game losing streak if you're the Pirates of assuring yourselves you won't be hit, hitting the postseason window. Cubs, on the other hand, are a five or six or seven game winning streak from this point or at some point here in the next couple of weeks from assuring themselves into the postseason. Yeah, see, it's, it's, it's weird. You almost have to retrain yourself to think a little bit different, differently this year uh, in terms of a pennant race. It's just a weird, crazy, crazy season. But uh, Josh Lindblom can make it two in a row over the White Sox as he is on the hill tomorrow. And he will uh, take on the White Sox in a uh, game that's 7-10, 6 o'clock, uh, 6.30, let's call it. Bucks are in action tomorrow, guys. And this Bucks thing is going to start heating up something fierce. It is. Uh, so the uh, Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show is uh, going to be tomorrow, right around that 5.30 mark, 5.20, right in the middle of the Wendy's Big Show, and uh, Joe Zanzola filling in for Sparky. Uh, he'll have uh, some basketball conversation. I will join him at 6, and we'll talk some basketball, Joe and I, and hopefully about a Bucks victory, and that'll lead right into the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. That'll get underway at 6.30, and, of course, 7-10 first pitch, Brewers and White Sox. Why wouldn't that be a turnaround, guys? They lose the two at home to the White Sox at Miller Park. With a win tomorrow, they turn the turn the tail around here. And they uh, get the two in Chicago. Yeah, going to be a good game. And let's talk some Brewers baseball tomorrow night after the last pitch as you make the switch. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. For Austin, Texas, my name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the victory, and we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.